head coach Mark Telecki of the Hutchinson Tigers, joining Todd Houck and Peter Andy on her ice. Coach, you mentioned that your brother Matt coaches the boys' team. This is your first year with the girls' program, but is there any sibling rivalry between the two in your programs? No, actually, because I, I coached my brother on the boys' side for the last six years. Um, ah. After I stopped doing Bantams, I, I started doing high school with him, and um, we coached together for a number of years. And, you know, the girls' job opened up, and, you know, there was a little bit of, um, you know, I want to I say a roller coaster, but they had a few coaches, number of coaches in the last few years, so I agreed to do it and try to create some consistency for the program. And outside of that, you know, we, you know, boys and girls staff work pretty close together. We're all friends. We've been together for quite a while, so pretty seamless. Well, you went to state this year. We'll see if your brother does. But if he doesn't, are you going to sit next to him on the family couch and elbow him and say, hey, I made it to the X this year? <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, a lot of the boys, you know, that I'd been with for a number of years on the boys' side, they, they were at the section final down in Gustavus. So, you know, and after the game was over, they came down and grabbed a picture with me. So that was kind of fun. And, um, you know, the between the two programs, I mean, the kids are pretty tight, boys and girls, and a lot of friends there. So, you know, we're kind of cheering for each other, and, and hopefully the boys, they, they seem like they've got a pretty good team this year and, and putting some things together for themselves. So I'm really hoping and expecting them to be there as well. <laughs> well, we hope they can come down to the X and, and take in a game. Your first year, you've got seven losses so far. Five of those seven have been, have been by a single goal. Is it just puck luck that keeps biting you, or is there is there something else there? No, and, and that's it. I mean, and I was asked that question earlier, you know, do you have any regrets on the air? And yeah, five of those seven losses. Because <laughs> this team, you know, one of the things that we talked about before we started this year was, you know, really wanting to play up tempo and make sure we possess that puck as long as we can. So offensively controlling that thing below the dots, we work really hard at that. And, and girls that, you know, the majority of the girls that are there, I've been with a little bit off and on through youth. My daughter's a junior. Mm-hmm. So I've helped out at 12U level and, and, um, but you know, the seniors, a lot of those seniors I haven't had and, you know, a lot of credit to those kids. They picked this up really fast and the things that we ask them to do, you know, it's not easy. It's read and react sport and, you know, <clears throat> what they've been able to accomplish, especially our top line is pretty amazing. Yeah. What's it been like to watch, uh, Alex and Britta play this year? Their numbers are, uh, are pretty good. Yeah. If you look at Alex, Britta and Sabrina top three, you know, their stat lines are almost identical. You know, I, I, I think Alex has got 51 points on the year and Britta's got 46 and Sabrina's right behind that with low forties as well. So mm-hmm. it just goes to show you, you know, there's a three point goal, three point goal every single time with that red line, which is, you know, what we strive for, you know, keep that puck moving and, you know, we'll keep working for that best opportunity versus, you know, be a shoot, shoot first team. So, um, yeah, I can't say enough about that line. They've really come together. So the red line is the top line. What are the colors of your other lines? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, red, orange, and blue. Red, orange, and blue. Very nice. I have to I have to stop all the time because <laughs> from year to year it's different, but that seems to be what stuck this year. I was looking for some school colors on those lines. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know why we keep going back to red. It seems like every year I do this, the red line that it, it's our top line. I suppose it's just easy to remember. <laughs> easy well, jersey to get, right? <laughs> exactly. Everybody wants to be the black line or the gold line, you know. Yeah, the black line, that's kind of reserved for our D. You know, the the, the, the Maulers back there, so we kind of leave the black for the D. Gotcha. Well, your your top line was huge in that section final win over Mountain West Tonka. You lose to the Whitehawks twice during the regular season by a single single goal. Last year, the Whitehawks 
beat the Tigers in the section final by a single goal. How good did it feel to finally get that W against Mount West Tonka? Yeah, Mount's a good team, and you know they're coached very well. I'm, I know Bob pretty well, Bob Keel, and um, you know all I can say to that is the first times we played them, both four or three overtime losses, and you know both times they we we played and lost to those guys. It was you know when you talk puck luck, it was a break here and there. That first time we played them at home and fought back, we killed nine minutes in penalties in the third period. A couple majors ended up scoring a shorthanded goal to tie it. Went to overtime and lost forty six seconds left. Hmm. because we had a bad line change, you know, on a long change. We had four guys, four girls come to the box when they thought the puck was outside the, came outside the defensive blue line and, you know, quick turnover and it was right back on us four on one. And, you know, it was, that's the inexperienced part. That's a December game. And then we played in mound in January and same thing. We were down and came back and scored the tying goal with like 20 seconds left. And, you know, a lot of people don't know. And, I, I keep reminding people of that. We had a clean look at about eight seconds, eight second mark of the third period where it was, you know, a nice pass from, from Alex. We won opening face off, went down, retrieved the puck and she hit Britta coming to the slot with nobody in front of her other than the goalie and just Britta just missed, you know, that game, that would have been, that would have been a four, three win, but we ended up losing that game four to three. Cause uh, we puck came back in neutral ice and, our weak side D slept and grabbed the puck. Mound Ford checked and pushed her into our our weak side D, who was our strong side D, who was sliding behind to support. And our D collided, and Mound broke oh, the puck oh, up, no. went in on a breakaway. Mm. And oh, I think that was that was Mound's only shot in overtime. I think we outshot him when in that game in overtime, like six to one. So, you know, my point to the thing is two evenly matched teams. So going into that section final, we knew we could play with them. It's just a matter of, you know, we talked a lot about that, trying to get that first one, create pace, try to bottle them up a little bit. And we did that for the first, I think, four or five minutes. But, boy, to Mount's testament, they surely came back and made things tough for us. But Britta Johnson, our one of our senior forwards on that line, she was out with the flu, so she wasn't even there. And we were trying to just get enough depth to get through that first period. And we ended up taking running two centers um, for the second and third period, which really helped us a ton. So Maddie Seifert and Alex Honke, and we just moved our third line center, our blue line center, Miranda Peel to the wall, and, and she gave us some some pretty big minutes there. And and that's kind of, I think, the turning point in the game, you know, running two centers, and both of those girls are old, <clears throat> you know, junior and senior and been through this before and really strong defensively. So picked a lot of pucks off through the middle of the ice and really helped us on the D side. Well, after listening to the, those descriptions of those losses, it doesn't sound like you could take any more heartbreak this year, Coach. No, and, and you know, it just goes on and on and on. Sartell, 2-1 loss. You know, um, I don't know who's who's going to win awards here at the end of the year, but, you know, that goalie for Sartell, well, she doesn't win it. Well, you know, she's right there because she's, she's the real deal. And I think we outshot Sartell 32-11, lost 2-1 there in the last 14 seconds of the game on a fluke bounce. So, you know, yeah, the you look at our games and the one goal games, you know, I would say the majority of those games we probably controlled play for at least two periods of play. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, puck luck is a big thing. It's funny you brought that up because I, I keep talking about that. You got to have a little bit of it this time of year. Yeah, and you, you can't rely on it and you can't blame it. It's a bit That's of a correct. double-edged start, sword. It's, it's one of these things that we uh, that we tell ourselves to make ourselves feel better. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you mentioned the Sartell goalie. You have an incredible goalie as well, Miss Hannah Ladwig, who had 28 saves against Mound West Tonka. Does it make it easier on a coaching staff to simply have a goaltender like Hannah 
and and just let her go. She's going to play every minute. She's going to play all three periods if she's healthy, and she's our girl. Yeah, Hannah's a she's a very intelligent you know person. Hannah's a very smart kid, and you know she's she's a student to the game, but she's you know she she is borderline. She wants to be a perfectionist, and <laughs> so she she takes every practice minute you know to the extreme. You know she's looking for every little advantage angle wise or you know recovery wise. So yeah, that's a big part of it. And, you know, the more minutes kids like that see, in my opinion, you know, the better off they are. So, um, and she's one of those goaltenders, you know, like a lot of them are, the more shots they face, the better they get. So, so the, the 1400 minutes, uh, comes in handy around tournament time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of our games, you know, if you look through that, you know, there was there was days where I know she probably got some cold feet in one end because, you know, we seemed to dominate play in the other end. And, you know, but again, the, the games that we needed her to really step up in where she saw a lot of rubber, you know, she, she definitely came through for us. So, Hey, Coach, let's talk about the, the, the game as you got coming up. So you're going to be playing against Cloquet, uh, and they have a, a, an amazing tandem of uh, Taylor Nelson and uh, Keanu Bender. What do you think is going to be a good strategy for you as you come into it without giving all our secrets of how you're going to, you know, go against those two or do you try to stop them, try to slow them down? Or what is your logic going into that game? Yeah, I really don't know. I, it's kind of funny because one of my assistants, Montana Hamling, she's actually, uh, that's her married name. Uh, Viserek is her maiden name. She's, she played at Cloquet. Oh, okay. So she was, uh, I think she was uh, teammates with, um, their coach S, um, I think that's um, Dave S's daughter's coaching there right now, correct? Courtney Olin. Courtney, yeah. And, and uh, so Montana and Courtney were, were actually teammates up there. So we got practice today this afternoon, and I was going to sit down with Montana and kind of get the scouting report because I know <laughs> she's got a little bit of family up in that area yet, and they've seen them play a little bit. So we'll see what she has to say. But, you know, for us, it's, again, it's the same old, same old. You know, I, I keep pe- preaching to the girls. We're playing against ourselves. You know, we need to possess the puck. and. If we do that, we'll be all right. All right. I also want to talk about just that daughter-father, uh, that yeah, the daughter-father combo that you have. I mean, luckily you're, you get your first year coaching in high school, and now you get to coach your daughter. So what's that been like this year coaching? I, I didn't hear all that. Repeat that. Oh, sorry. So you've had the chance this year as being a first-year coach uh, with the girls' team, and you've had now had a chance to coach your daughter. So how has that been? You know, has that been a joyful being together? Has it been more frustrating? Or, you know, what's that been like for you two? Yeah, my daughter's just, she's the same way. She's one of those kids that a little bit student of the game. She loves to compete and she knows that we both have a, a responsibility to the team. So, you know, we, when we're at practice, you know, we both have our job to do and she respects that and I respect her side of it. So, um, you know, you don't, and I, and I was had the opportunity to coach my son on the boys side a little bit and, you know, you just got to stay, stay out of each other's way a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah, we get home and compare notes a little bit and help each other out, watch films. So that's kind of nice to do. And, um, you know, I, I've been coaching as long as she's been alive. So she kind of grew up in, in that, that sense. And, you know, it's just normal in the winter months to, you know, grab the iPad and, and turn the game on. So Well, it sounds like you've had a wonderful opportunity to connect with your daughter through something that you both love. Uh, you mentioned watching film on the iPad. Film-wise, what is your perfect game plan for Cloquet? What what does your team have to do, regardless of who you're playing against? What does your team have to do to emerge out of this quarterfinal round? Well, first and foremost, we have to defend. I mean, we definitely need to defend, and if we can do that, and 
make sure we don't give them a lot of opportunities to get that puck inside the dots. You know, we should be able to weather the storm a little bit and, um, you know, and then our transition game, it's, it started out beginning of the year, really, really strong. And, you know, this last, I want to say two and a half weeks, we kind of been up and down with the injury and the illness bug. So hoping to kind of get after that on the next few days here in practice. And, you know, we preach that, you know, good transition hockey, you know, good defense leads to good offense, so to speak. So, if we back check and we're able to get control of that puck and shorten this game, you know, and keep it to, you know, a 90 foot game, so to speak, set 180 feet, we should be in good shape. We'll load up on the emergency and the Gatorade and we'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on your team down at the X coach. Appreciate it.